This is the devil. It appears to me that you actually enjoy my presence here on the show. Well, it's very flattering, but uh, flattery will get you nowhere. If you do not behave, there's a very good chance that we will be face-to-face sometime in the future. I don't normally give warnings like this. I actually refuse to do warnings. Because if I give warnings, then perhaps you'll live a good life. And I don't want you to live a good life. I want you to treat others with disrespect and be horrible, just like this asshole Aaron saying. This guy's on the way to hell. You know. So I see through your charms. I do. So enough of you. Be gone. Don't try this nonsense again. You crazy bitch. Be more like your sister. Ah, damn it. Ah, fuck. Fuck it! like that we're in business we're off and running with favorite things happening with the zenith requiring some minor engineering adjustments to it that is how you start a show Jimmy Stinson. the Eric Sancho Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every weekday at about this same time. We have a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I, uh, as I like to start the show with uh, uh, some of the folks enjoying this on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just like the old days. Just like the old days. I remember when I first started this show, I had... Uh, my cell phone on a tripod and uh, I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to make the phone or the whatever platform you use uh, to make it so that the words don't look backwards. I didn't even know how to do that. And there's like a a function you can hit in the settings that allows that to happen. It was Pellerito had it to me. He goes, yeah, dude, this is how you do it. All, all the words behind me were, were backwards. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah, honestly, I haven't really improved that much. There, there, it isn't like I have some crazy amount of high-tech shit here. Honestly, the that's why I bash Zeniths. No, I take it back. Because the equipment that I, I, I bash that you guys hear me hit and scream and say, say nasty words to... 
Um, that's actually a, a, a terrific piece of equipment, but I've damaged it because I kicked it when I was, I, every day I sit here and my legs are crossed, which I'm told that that's not a good thing to do. Your feet are supposed to be on the floor because it, it does things to your hips, I guess. But I love sitting with my legs crossed like a female legs crossed, like Sharon Stone in the interrogation legs crossed. And for some reason, that's comfortable to me. I particularly prefer left over right. But occasionally, I'll get tired and I have to, you'll see me adjust. I'll go right over left. Well, I was doing right over left and I kicked the shit out of the, out of the mic processor. And that has put into motion the whole, um, just a fantastic, you know, set of moments that have occurred time and again where the then uh the thing goes crazy and you can hear it it starts to crackle and fuzz and fade and it sounds weird and that and i have discovered that if you bash it uh it will it will correct so that's good and it's <laughs> it's led to a lot of fun moments i'm told that a lot of people enjoy it when that thing goes crazy Welcome. So glad you guys are all here. Each and every morning from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, I got screamed at at about five this morning. Uh, Side note, Tarantula Farmer says, when are we playing paintball again? It is scheduled for... Sunday, June 26. I know that's a ways off, but that is a scheduled event. Sunday, June 26, 5 p.m. Outdoors, of course, it's going to be great. Uh, Mitch, bring those amazing kids of yours and all their friends. I want, I want full friends there. I want to hit 40 people. This is uh, Paintball War number 19, the Summer Slaughter. 5 a.m. It's bad enough that Bruce is pretty much on top of me. I have no room on the bed. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to get comfortable. And all of a sudden, I hear, Did you mail that package? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? What? What's happening? Who's screaming at me about mailing parcels? I look up. That's Queen of the Forest. She's looking down at me. And I go, what? What? I'm terrified. What package? No response. I said, go to bed. I go, put your head down and go back to sleep. No response. She lays down. She's gone. Two minutes later, 
I'm pushing Bruce over closer to her. And she goes, oh, Brucey. I go, oh, you're awake. She goes, yeah, why? I go, thanks. Uh, yeah, just just move him over a little bit. And then uh, I go, uh, do you remember what just happened? She goes, no, what? I go, you just screamed at me about mailing a package. She goes, I did? Yes. Yes, you did. The lady, the lady. Oh, my God. You know, you get these out of nowhere moments. Did you mail the package? It's just these out of the, out of the, these sentences and phrases. Is the concrete curing? Have the mashed potatoes entered the chicken coop? Just these weirdo things that just hit out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the, come on. Or she'll scream. But it's not a natural scream. It's not, ah! It's, ah! She sounds like Ron Burgundy in a phone booth. And I'm like, fucking shit. Uh, So I'm like, okay. She goes back. She has no memory of this whatsoever. She goes, I did. I did. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. Uh, yesterday on this show, I talked at length about, I was getting you up to speed on a, a an election that really no one outside of my neck of the woods cares about. The 74th district state election. So, you know. A state representative seat is up for grabs in a special election. This is the district that has been so conservative. It's remarkable. I, it, in fact, I went to bed the night before the night of the election thinking, oh, well, this guy's going to win. It's that piece of shit, R.J. Regan, who is the guy that said um, when talking publicly about the 2020 election. Yeah, you know, we just got to sit back and take it. It's like I tell my daughters if they're getting raped to sit back and enjoy it. And so I went to bed thinking, oh, that's too bad. This guy's going to win this election. That's that's awful. He'll be an elected he'll be an elected official in uh for a good portion of Kent County, uh, nearly 100,000 registered voters. That's a lot of people in this. Yeah, I don't live in a giant town or anything like that, but uh you know, and that's not my community. I live in Ottawa County, but so it's even worse here in Ottawa County. It's even more red. And, uh, so they're all stupid. So I, uh, I went to bed thinking, oh, well, business as usual. Well, no, this, this, uh, lady Carol Glanville won and she's just some mom. She's just a school teacher that said, you know, I don't think I want this guy w- to win. And so, there was 14,000 votes cast of 95,000 registered voters. That's, that's pretty pathetic. But she got like more than 7,000 of them. And the other two candidates, one was this piece of shit. And then the other one was the Republicans, the actual party endorsed a write-in candidate who only managed like 1,100 votes. So she beat both of these guys combined. So the own Republican... 
their own Republican Party said, don't vote for RJ. Vote for the write-in. Well, that's not going to work. And that blew up in everybody's face. She ends up, this school teacher mom, wins the election. Incredible. So I made a big deal about it. And and my big beef was this whole, the fact that he said, um, yeah, you know, I tell my daughters to just enjoy rape. And then in the next breath, he says, you know, we are good Bible people. <laughs> I mean, you can't write this. You cannot write this. Um, it is, it is, uh, it's, it's a fiction. It's a hilarious comedy novel is what this is. Um, one of the people that commented on my, uh, post, I, I, I wrote about this on Facebook was in Adam Glanville. And, uh, I reached out to him. I go, Hey, uh, is, is Carol your better half? And he's, this is like a private message. He says, yes. I go, well, she needs to come on this show. And he goes, yeah, by all means. He says, I've listened to you forever. This is awesome. I go, oh, well, that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, so I said to him, I go, to be honest with you, I voted for Trump. And, uh, but enough is enough, you know, fuck this. I'm out. So she's going to join me. And then I get a tip like three minutes before the show starts today that she was on MSNBC last night. They were doing a story about uh, notable stories of, um, of election, you know, out, out of nowhere. People at see if you notice on, the, um, on this story, it says people are tired of radicalism and conspiracy theories. That's precisely me. They are describing me okay i i've said i'm like who was it lindsey graham after the whole insurrection thing enough's enough trump i'm out enough's enough i'm gonna go and suck some dick and then that's it i'm not i'm not doing this anymore trump i've had it with you trump and now he's like we gotta support trump they're Moving forward for the party, I say we must vote for Trump. I'm like, well, how, wait, what? How did you manage that? Um, so this lady who lady who won the election was on at, uh, at what's her, what did I say her name was Carol uh, Glanville was on MSNBC last night, supposedly. So, uh. This is how that unfolded. I want to check this out. But while election conspiracy candidates are winning Republican primaries where they run against each other, they're having less luck when facing off against Democrats, even in an election cycle that's supposed to favor Republicans. Last night, Michigan held a special special election for a vacant House seat. Trump had won the district by double digits in 2020. He'd been represented wow. by Republicans for more than three Jeez. decades. So the conventional wisdom was that this was going to be an easy Republican victory. The Republican in that race was a conservative QAnon conspiracy theorist. He claimed that <laughs> Ukraine was, quote, culpable for its invasion by Russia. He ran on a platform of trying to decertify the 2020 election And at one point, he decided to use a very unfortunate metaphor for that fight. 
you know, having three daughters and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. See the shocked look on the face of the woman next to him? Well, that woman is a fellow Republican. The Democrat running against the fringe QAnon oh, rape shit. joke guy decided that she was going to make that candidate's extremism and conspiracy theories a focus of her campaign. Yes. And it worked. The Democrat, Carol Glanville, won the special election for that state house seat deep in the heart of Trump country. After her victory, she told the Washington Post, quote, Democrats need to tell their story. The big takeaway from all this is that people are tired of radicalism and conspiracy theories. Oh, I thought they actually featured her. One day, you're gonna. Oh, let's watch this ad. No, that uh, I guess they were just covering it, but uh, uh, so they didn't actually uh, feature a uh, comment from her. But that's still fantastic that they that they featured the story that they featured all of this nonsense. My God. Uh, Cole writes, as long as Republicans aren't stupid, crazy assholes, they'll win. This guy was a stupid, crazy asshole, and he lost. John writes, MSNBC is nothing but a socialist propaganda channel. Channel, Maybe, but that's still, you're, you're, you know that uh, stick man drawing where it's like a person standing there, it says you, and then... The point, how do you do that all the time? How do you always, you know, we're talking about this and you're talking about that, that, and that. That's interesting to me. That must be exhausting. You must be an exhausting person to be around, you know? So this is John Jamingo. John Jamingo gets in a time machine. And he goes back to this little community known as Pompeii. And all of the people are enjoying life. And then this enormous mountain called Vesuvius erupts and it spews lava and ash out of the air. And everyone goes, oh my God. God, we're going to die. And John is like, yeah, but it's really pretty. Or, hey, uh, or, you know, whatever it may, he may say that misses the whole idea of what's about to happen to him impending death. It's like, you're like a, a, a baseball hitter who hits a home run every now and then, but then strikes out like 900 times in a row. Swing and a miss, you know? Jesus. God, it's, it's, it's hard to live like that. So I am uh, tickled. Oops. That um, the school teacher won, and that it's now being talked about on a giant platform. That is the point. Okay, I don't care if it's a propaganda place. Maybe, maybe not. 
The point is what they said. Try to keep up. My God, that is just fantastic. So I am going to have Carol Glanville on and ask her about this entire process because all she had to do, if you're Carol Glanville, honestly, um, talk. I didn't even know who, who this person was prior to when I told you that I looked to see who was running against RJ Regan. And I went, oh, well, that's nice, but she's going to lose. And then I forgot her name. And then I woke up the next day and see that she won. So now, now I'm like, oh my God, absolutely incredible. This show on Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. What I mean by that is uh, Twitch is brought to you by Irvine. So is my Facebook page. Blue Frost IT brings you my Twitter page. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss. Okay, so for the nice, amazing, sweet people who are watching on Facebook and on YouTube and on Twitter, I, I appreciate that. I really do. But now I am going to cut the feed. And you must go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. Now, a lot of people, when it comes to tech stuff, all that kind of like, oh, I, I, I wait, oh, wait, you said it too fast. And it, just, just try. You'll figure it out. I'm on Twitch. That's where the whole show is each and every day of the work week. I just give you the first handful of minutes here right now. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You all on Facebook and on Twitter and YouTube, have a wonderful day, or I'll see you on Twitch, okay? And as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Because when I'm done with this, I put it all up there for the audio, uh, the audio up there for you to check out. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and goodbye. I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. The beating of my heart is my only sound. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I think tonight I reached out to Ding Dong. I don't know if he got back to me. Ben. <laughs> Down to podcast Thursday at seven. You know it. If you're not, I'll tackle you like I like tackling Chappelle. Oh, God. God, that was incredible. What a broken arm that guy had. Wow. Okay. So that happens tonight. If, um, I will send out the invite and, uh, yeah, we'll have a good time. Once again, we had a great time yesterday or last week. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, maybe Saul will be here. I know that, uh, Maureen. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hi. And Linda love Ben's jokes. Maureen, especially loved huge fan of Ben's jokes. 
Oh, shit. I had a story. Hall of Fame. Oh, no. Rock and roll. Aha. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced the inductees. And I didn't address this, but days ago, very strangely, Dolly Parton has changed her mind and has said that if she is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she will accept it. Why? Why, why? why is this even happening in the first place? Why was she put on a, on the ballot? Um, it's just, it's just weird to me. Now I understand branding. You call it the rock and roll hall of fame. You started out with that. And now, you know, so many years later, you, I, I don't know why they don't rebrand it. Okay. Uh, but all right, whatever. Let's just suspend the whole name of the place. It's more like, um, music hall of fame is what this is, right? It's covering everything. Country has its own hall of fame. Now, Dolly is kind of like her own thing. She's a little like Johnny Cash. She's not rock. She's country-ish. I mean, she got her roots in country. But she's her own format. She's in, uh, she transcends country music. She's, to me, Dolly Parton is bigger than country music. Dolly Parton should have her own Hall of Fame. I mean, and one of the sweetest people on the planet. So I don't have a, uh, there's not a mean bone in her body. And yes, I'm attracted to her. Yes, I am. I am attracted to, uh, Dolly Parton. But, and I, I, I mean, I actually thought it was great when she was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to politely uh, bow out of this. And I thought, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty much her, you know? Marches to the beat of her own drummer. I love the relationship she has with her husband. I think his name's Carl. The guy is so shy. I think he's got like an asphalt business. And like he works. He's out on the street laying asphalt down with the big machine and the hot mops and whatever the fuck. Uh and and he uh and he so has always despised being in front of a camera. That is not his thing. And he has actually, I think he uh, has a team of people to keep him out of the spotlight. You know, he doesn't go to any events. He just lets her do her thing. Okay. Really crazy relationship. Well, not really crazy. They're madly in love with each other, but he has been, He's been out of the spotlight. Amanda says he doesn't want to hear anybody saying things about her boobs. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, Dolly, do we really need to get these large of breasts? I mean, talk about a guy. It's really quite an interesting thing. You have someone who is who um, works 
tirelessly to avoid being around anything that is uh, cameras and microphones and, and whatnot. And you're married to someone who is the exact opposite, who actually puts things into her body to get more attention. Talk about opposites attracting. Uh, I disagree with this, uh, whoever this Peter Dink, I always forget who this actually is in real life, uh, says that the rest of her looks deflated. No, she looks great. She is abs. I am. I have a crush on Dolly Parton. Plus, her personality is remarkable. She's absolutely awesome. I love her. I, I don't even, I mean, I would have sex with her, but she's just, it's, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. She's just spectacular. I have a crush on her whole persona. It's not just that she looks incredible. Um, it's just that um, she's just sweet. She's just great. I just want to make love to her personality, you know? Is that if that's because that even that's not even possible, but still. Now, she could end all of this if she took off her wig. That would probably make me go, uh, you know, I now I'm not really that physically attracted to you. I'm only attracted to your beautiful soul. So she could, but she likes, she likes the attention, you know? I mean, I can't fault a woman who, who is like that. Guys are like that too, you know? And, uh, you know, there, you can't, you can't, uh, shame someone because they like attention. There, there are people that argue, yeah, look at you. You're an attention whore. It's like, well, yeah, guilty. Who doesn't like attention? Come on. Uh, that's uh that's part of my makeup i i mean i can't fault anybody for that but this whole business about the rock and roll hall of fame okay she comes out and says i actually i've changed my mind and i uh i actually will accept that so that's where we are right now and the she she made it she has been inducted she will be inducted uh the event is until november but the uh class Dolly Parton, Duran Duran, Eminem, Lionel Richie, and Carly Simon. Now, if it were me, it would probably be Carly Simon, but for sure, for sure Carly Simon would be in. Duran Duran, maybe. You know, you got to understand that wasn't like, it's not rock. It wasn't rock and roll. It was like pop music. When it was, when Duran Duran was popular, you know, there's, there's nothing rock and roll about Duran Duran. Just like there's nothing rock and roll about Dolly Parton, Eminem or Lionel Richie. So to the letter of my law, I say Dolly Parton out. Duran Duran out, Eminem out, Lionel Richie out, Carly Simon in. However, if it were Music Hall of Fame, they'd all be in. Pat Benatar, of course. She should have been in the first class. Eurythmics. 
No way. Come on, guys. There's seven new entrants in the performer category culled from a list of 17 nominees are joined by Judas Priest. Um, Wait a minute. Are those, is that like a lifetime achievement award? Judas Priest should have also have been in the first class. I mean, come on. The fact that Eminem gets in on the first try and it's taken this long for Judas Priest to get in there. Yeah. Uh, they weren't like officially voted in. I guess they just got Judas Priest got the recipients of musical Ex- excellence award. Also included that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Who the fuck is Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? Harry Belafonte and Elizabeth Cotton early influence awards. Harry Belafonte. What? And music business veterans, Alan Grubman, Jimmy Iveen, and Sylvia Robinson, who won the Ahmet Erdogan Award. He being, I think, Atlantic Records. He's Turkish, so I hate that guy. What a crock of shit. Well, you got to put somebody in the damn thing, I guess. says, uh, Dolly Parton is in. Now it's time to get these country greats into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's a whole article about that. Do we? I don't think we need to do that. Uh, Duran Duran overwhelmingly snagged the honor this year with nearly a million votes cast in their favor. Followed, following the British Trailblazers were Emma, Trailblazers, Eminem, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, and Dolly Parton. This is whole this is all stupid. Eminem in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right. There's also something going on, um, kind of related, between uh Joan Jett and Ted Nugent. <laughs> Yes, I was so so I was standing there with uh, my lovely wife Shemaine, and uh, we decided that we must sully the name of Joan Jet. <laughs> By the way, if you noticed, I have replaced my uh, rotting teeth with falsies, and that is causing me to wish wish a lot when I'm talk. It, it's really fucking up my Nugent impression. He has gotten this, these new teeth and, um, it's, 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 he sounds really fucked up now. I mean, he always kind of, I mean, he had this going on and, uh, yes, you know, when I'm out there looking for the spirit of the wild, the last thing I'm going to do is sing. <laughs> I love rock and roll. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. <laughs> I will be singing the red-blooded tale of one Fred Bear as I draw back the bow. I will shoot and I will strike a double lunger 
and then pick up my bird land and oh, put you in a stranglehold, baby. And then I smashed your face. <laughs> Ted had said this in 2021 and it comes up again. Um, with um, Joan Jett in a recent article. So this is Ted talking about Joan Jett. Uh, there had been a uh, list, a billboard uh, magazine list of top 100 guitarists. And I think Joan Jett was on it. And Ted didn't like that. The, great, great folk music. But how do you list the top 100 guitar players and not list Derek St. Holmes? Who? What? How okay. do you do that? Yeah, I okay. I've listened to Ted Nugent's music since I was a child. I had no idea that Derek St. Holmes was a guitar player. That's the guy who sang Ted's biggest hits, like Free For All. Sorry, uh, Ted sang that one. He's the singer on Stranglehold, Derek St. Holmes. And he basically, Ted would like bully this guy to sing these fucking songs. I had no idea that that guy was even a guitar player. So that's a horrible example. That's like saying, how, okay, I see you put Joan Jett and you don't put John Jamingo into the 100 greatest guitar players list. I mean, that's, that's like the same, same type of thing to say. You do that by lying. Same way you get a Grandmaster Flash in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You, you do that by lying. You have to be a liar. You have to have shit for brains, and you have to be a soulless, soulless prick to put Joan Jett. Love Joan. I, some of my greatest memories include... Joan Jett isn't even the best guitarist in the Runaways. Joan was the rhythm player. Lita Ford was the lead. Any asshole can play rhythm guitar. You hold the fucking chord and you go It's not intricate. It's easy. Okay? Any dipshit can play rhythm guitar. Jesus Christ. ACDC had uh, Malcolm Young, half his life, the guy had dementia, and he was able to pull it off. Lesbians. I love the lesbians. Okay, wait a minute. Great, great folk music. But how do you list the top 100 guitar players and not list Derek St. Holmes? See, Ted doesn't have his argument because he lists all these shitheads that no one gives a fuck about. How do you do that? You do that by lying. Same way you get a Grandmaster Flash in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Look at Ted's man cave here, okay? He's got the don't... He's got the uh, uh, don't tread on me flag. All these patches, which are probably like... Uh, uh, it, it appears to be like deputizations. He's a deputy in all these stupid counties and whatever the fuck. He's got a quiver full of arrows here. <laughs> Classic. You, you do that by lying. You have to be a liar. You have to have shit for brains, and you have to be a soulless, soulless prick 
to put Joan Jett. Love Joan. I, some of my greatest memories include lesbians. I love the lesbians. It's just a, <laughs> it's a cocktail of wonderment. Love Joan Jett. You um, see, um, all the you, love or hate Ted. He's marvelous to listen to. It doesn't matter if you hate him or love him. He is exceptional at the spoken word and and uh, engaging people. It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter if there's hate or love. All that matters is you're listening. That's all that matters. Never before, never before have I turned on you. Never before has a man or a woman been able to get people so wound up. He is the quintessential shit stirrer. And I, that's, he's a, yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame for stirring up shit. Yes, you need that. That's what I can, that's what Jamingo does that. And that's why I'm, I'm telling Bob to bust his balls, which he did a little bit last night. I noticed that Jamingo never fucking, he never breathes. And Bob had to say, fucking stop talking so I can talk. Let me say a word. All right. God. I'm put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Great, great rock and roller. But as a top 100 guitar player. Okay, that is so patronizing what he says right there about her. Listen to that. To put Joan Jett. Love Joan. Some of my greatest memories include lesbians. I love the lesbians. It's just a, it's a cocktail of wonderment. Love Joan Jett. Um, put a, another dime in the jukebox, baby. Great, <laughs> great rock and roller. But as a top 100 guitar player, but you don't list Ricky Medlock or who, Dave yeah. Amato? Who cares? Really? Nobody knows or who these Dick people Wagner? are. No one knows who Dick Dick, Dick is Wagner either. The Frost in Detroit or Mark Farner? Yeah, Mark Farner from Grand Funk Railroad. Joan Jett is on the list, but not Mark Farner. Grandmaster Flash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but not Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> oh, by the way, if Grandmaster Flash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Joan Jett is on the list of the top 100 guitar players then I'm Caitlyn Jenner's boy toy. Are we having fun? Don't you love this shit? Eh, whatever. So that was like, um, that was some time ago that he said that. And some brilliant soul decided to bring that up to Joan Jett. Uh, Peter says, I like the fact that Eric is busting Ted's balls for having arrows in his room. Says the guy with a big black Mandingo sticker just to the left of his head is not a Mandingo sticker. What are you talking about? That is a, that is a, that is in memoriam. That is a, a sweet soul who passed away. I'm honoring the dead. His name is Barry. And it's functional. Okay. It can go over a light switch. It is a a powerful, sweet man who's no longer with us these days. And here you are uh, dropping the Mandingo reference. I think that's somewhat racist, perhaps. 
Joan responds. Uh, let's see. Joan Jett has responded to Ted Nugent over his criticism of Rolling Stone magazine for including Jet on its 100 greatest guitarists. He railed against um, Jet's inclusion on the list and, of course, praised some of the, the favorites that are on there. Angus Young, Eddie Van Halen, Billy Gibbons, Joe Bonamassa. He also talked about Derek St. Holmes, Tommy Shaw, and Ricky Medlock during this live stream. Um, in a brand new interview, Joan addressed Ted's comments after the reporter brought it up. She said, well, neither should Ted. Now, I cannot agree with that. Um, he is actually an amazing guitar player. Ted is very, very good. Virtuoso level of guitar playing. He's fantastic. He's also, I don't know what he's better at. Being a, tr a right-wing troll or just a troll in general or a guitar player. He's a horrible... Uh, now, he used to be a pretty decent singer, a rock singer. If you've heard the latest effort by him, I think it's called Detroit Muscle. It's terrible. Every song is talking about this, singing about this. So he's not very good at that, but his guitar playing is very, very good. So I cannot agree with Joan Jett there. He is an exceptional guitar player. Neither is he, she said. Is that his implication that he should be on the list instead of me? Well, I don't know. Is Ted not on that list? He should be on that list if he's not. So if he's not on that list, well, then I agree with Ted. And I, I also agree that Joan should not be on that list. She's a, a serviceable rhythm guitar player. Let's be honest here. Great performer, love the way she sings, love the whole uh, attitude thing. I, I like Joan Jett. I don't think she's good enough to be on the top 100 rock guitars of all time, but come on, extremely influential and uh, broke a lot of barriers to be sure, you know? I mean, all chick band, the Runaways, that kind of imploded, and then she picked up the pieces and uh, went out on her own and made it happen. There's three, plus Lita Ford in that band. I mean, come on. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, that's just typical, she says. It's what I've dealt with my whole life, being written off. All right. Ted Nugent has to live with being Ted Nugent. He has to be in that body. So that's punishment enough. Rawr! Oh, here we go. <laughs> she adds, he's not a tough guy. She added, he plays a tough guy. But this is the guy who shit his pants literally so he didn't have to go in the army. Now, that's Ted's story. Ted has said that when it was about time to be inducted, uh, to be drafted for Vietnam, um, he told a story about how in order to not be drafted, to get some type of, I don't know, uh, keep him from being drafted, I guess he went to the recruiters, and his story is that he hadn't showered or bathed in 
and months or something like that. And he actually, when he was walking into the place, shit his pants so that they would, wouldn't have to deal with them. And then they said, ah, we're going to give you a, a deferment or something like that. Now that's the story. Now who knows if it's true. Ted claims that it's made up that he did not actually do that. Um, that was his way of getting out of the draft. Well, let me just say that, um, even if he didn't do that, he didn't go into the military when they were calling people to be in the, into the military. So forget, let's, let's assume that that's true, that Ted did, did not, uh, shit his pants and did not, not bathe and all that shit. He still didn't go into the military. He still didn't, uh, he still dodged the draft somehow. So that's kind of weird considering he's this whole America, America, America. I mean, uh, people were dead. People who were much braver than you went to a jungle when they're 19 years old and got shot in the face five minutes after they got off the Huey. And here you are, you know, that's kind of, that. that's a, and here you've been talking about America, this America, that America, this America, that, and it's a little cowardice, you know? That that I, how that's overlooked is is beyond me. I mean, that was at a time when America needed was drafting young people to go and set them off to a foreign land to go to kill the yellow man. She says, so this is the tough guy who's running around America stirring things up against each other. I agree with that too. I say victory, Joan Jett. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are on the stadium tour featuring Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison. So she will be fighting at the hospitality buffet line with uh, Vince Neil. Hey, everybody, Vince Neil. Hey, hey, have a Motley Christmas and a happy crew year. And that kicks off June 16th in Atlanta, Georgia. Ted is probably at the Kalkaska, Michigan truck pole. Okay. With his false teeth. Whistling when he talks. Hey, shimmy. 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 Coco. Pop. Just shut up, Ted. Maureen says, Bruce, speaking of great guitar players, a lot of people think that Jeff Springsteen is just a rhythm dude, but he's not. He loves playing lead. He loves playing lead. On that Fender Telecaster. Ah, cocktail sauce MF says, fuck Ted. Um. Amanda says, fuck you, Adam, because of a comment about Yoko Ono. Dennis says, Peter Frampton isn't on the list either. He's an amazing guitarist. Baby, I love your way aside. Oh, yeah, because he did the talky thing. Go, go, Phil. Likewise, though. Not so right. Not so right. No, right. No, right. No, 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 no. Yoko is a dumb bitch. 
Boomer Bob says, what about Dimebag Daryl? Is he not on that list? What? Rest in peace, Dimebag Daryl, spectacular guitarist. I almost included a Pantera song on the Insane Asylum this week. Nick, Arena Nick, sends me various songs on his playlist to try to make the cut. And uh, he sent me several that I tried. Which were they? Or which ones were they? They were um, The Wild Flowers. No, I think that might have been um, Adam's. The Wild Flowers by Opeth. That did not make it. Those Damn Blue Collar Tweakers by Primus is going to make the cut. Sultan's Curse by Mastodon. I listened to it. No. I cannot include that on the Insane Asylum. And Hollow by Pantera. I listened to it. Nope. Did not make the cut. Someone suggested Yellow Wolf or Yellow Wolf till it's gone. Nope. Did not make it. Delivering the Goods by Judas Priest did make it. All's Well That Ends... All's Well That Ends by Rainbow Kitten Surprise did not make it. Word of Mouth by Alan Raymond did not make it. Mouths of Madness by Orchid. I think that was Adams. That did not make it. I went with Jonas Salter by Styx. New York Dolls make an appearance on the Insane Asylum this week. So does a song called Frogs by Alice in Chains. A song called Nantucket Sleigh Ride by Mountain. Leslie West, great guitarist. Tesla's What You Give makes it, which is an excellent song. Doesn't matter who gets best of who. Who can hurt who the most, yeah. And uh, Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog, which has been played many times. You know what else? I'm going to bust out that song by Helix. What's that song by Helix called again? Um, I played it just recently. Oh, fuck it. All right. That is the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you so much for being here. The open. Is brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 if you need a mortgage. 231-332-6505. Okay, so the Fed is trying to make it so that you're going to lower, you're going to, uh, the interest rates are going up, okay? And they do that to decrease demand because you're like, well, maybe I better wait till I get my loan. Because if you don't get your loan, you're not going to buy. And if you don't buy, the demand is going to drop and the home prices will fall. That's what they're doing to try to stop inflation. It's very aggressive. It does work and it will take time. I did that. Um, But that means that your loan percentages are going up. So uh, if you want to buy a house, you're going to need to get pre-approved like yesterday. So... Call now. Uh, you're not going to get the rate that you got a year ago that you would have gotten a year ago. But it's you know if you don't get lock in now, uh, a four and a half five percent loan, 
on a uh, 30 year or 15 year, um, it's going to be a six or a seven before you know it. Okay. Now, if you get a loan from Kyle Ryan, that's going to be a 90% loan because he's horrible. But Mario is going to give you the best loan possible. Don't believe Kyle Ryan's hype. He is a absolute grifter. 231-332-6505. That is still punishment for Kyle trying to get uh, a free advertising on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I have my eye on you right now to see if you say anything, and then I'm going to permanently ban you. I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, reach out. 616. Sorry. 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Joe Martinez is back from his trip to Vegas uh, where him and his better half went to the Bunny Ranch and they had like a massive orgy. Joe and his better half and about eight women, um, they went full-on hedonistic. That's because of all the cheddar you've been putting in his pocket. Getting your ACs tuned up. 616-516-8579. For A&E, heating and cooling. He does two things. Three things. He gambles. He buys hockey jerseys. And he participates in orgies. Help Joe participate in more orgies. By hiring him to service your AC. Uh, Don't just turn it on. as It's going to be in the 80s next week here. So that's when you're going to be turning that shit on. Thank God I'm getting mine serviced. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Don't wait any longer. We got Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Legendary longtime sponsor of this uh, of this endeavor. Uh, their business is uh, locally, lady, veteran, family owned. How about that? How about that? 616-532-6600. They are uh, in the process of completing a massive expansion, more than doubling the size of their business to be able to help the customer that much more efficiently. You got a loaner car if you need it. You can. Uh, you got early bird drop-off if you want on the weekend, after-hours drop-off, after-hours pickup, keys in a lockbox, pay for it online if you want, but you're going to want to do business with these people face-to-face because the smiling, shining faces of uh, Jamie, of course, Megan, and then Bruce. Bruce is the wild card, you know? He is the new eye candy here. Here's what you have here. A man, because as you know, 60 is the new 40, as they say. And, uh, you know, people are living, like, uh, longer, and they're, they're, they're better because of it, okay? They, they look better. They take care of themselves. Bruce recently got two new knees. So the doctor said, you got to get lean and mean. So then he went on a strictly vegan diet. And now at six foot two, 191, he's jacked. Okay. He is, and he used to be one of the techs. He's not anymore because he's so damn handsome. These ladies come in and then, okay, they walk in and then Bruce is there and then he gets the keys to their car. And then the lady, whoever it is, leaves. And then he has to get a mop because on the other side of the corner where they were standing, there's all there's a puddle of gush there. And it's all like, you know, 
full of uterine meat, and uh, it's his job to clean it. He has to clean ute meat. Uh, that is all crazy, and none of that is true. And, Megan, I'm sorry, but I had to go with that joke that he's so attractive that he causes ute meat to sleuth off. So I know that's very gross, but that's the joke I'm going with. And it's just a one-time thing, but it's all in an effort to get more ladies into your business, okay? On 44th Street, three blocks east of 131 is a side street called Stafford. You go down there, and that's it, you know? Did you know that if a woman goes to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, and interacts with Bruce... They have reduced their risk of endometriosis by 100% because he is so attractive. You know, a lot of times endometriosis is caused by inflammation and polyps on the uterine tissue. Can very pain can be very painful and can lead to cancer on a lady. Just go there and get your car fixed and it's going to improve your health and you get your car fixed. Your comments on my jokes always hit well after the joke is done. So right now, I see, my God, and Puddle of Gush, greatest band name ever. And come on, man, no more ute meat talk. Incredible. Oh. Hello, sir. Uh, I have a confession, Kyle. Yeah, tell it to me. I started today off by sending you a Zoom link, and uh-huh. I I completely forgot that you are doing the show via telephone today. Yeah, dude, you fucked up, man. <laughs> so uh, I was bu- say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Find time. And then um, I noticed you hadn't checked in. And then when you sent the text that said, are you calling me? I was reminded. So sorry about that. You're cool, dude. Kyle, um, big news, I guess, right? You have uh, you have breaking news to share with the audience. Yeah, breaking news, dude. We are, we're in Tennessee right now. Um, seeing some pretty gorge scenery right now, dude. And, uh, yeah, we're about to get married tomorrow, dude. <laughs> now, I I think that this was a secret, right? A secret? No, I, I think I, I think I mentioned it on the show, like, a bunch of times so far. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mentioned that this was the weekend? Um, well, I mean, I don't know about this. I don't know if I mentioned this was the weekend, but I mentioned a couple of times that we were getting married in May. 
And uh, but I think that you didn't notice that because you you always call Blue my wife. So I don't know if you're ever listening to me while I talk, dude. <laughs> you know, I I can understand that. It appears that I don't because I'm kind of an <laughs> idiot. I don't know why that happens. But anyway, I'm listening now, so I'm very very happy. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're, we're pumped. It's uh, we it's just beautiful over here. We got a nice little Airbnb. We're gonna check into overlooking the mountains. Got all the family and friends coming. It'll be nice, dude. Uh, is this East Tennessee? Yeah, yep. Uh, this is. Remember when I said? Yeah, uh, okay. I remember Sevierville. If you say Sevierville when you go there, they're, yeah. they're 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 gonna kill you. Yeah, we're gonna get lynched for sure. <laughs> so where? What? Actually, on the road right now. What part of Tennessee? I mean, did you like just enter out of Kentucky or? Yeah, we we were just at the the Welcome Center not not too long ago, but okay. we are we're headed to we're headed by Knoxville now. We're getting closer to Knoxville. Excellent, excellent. I when I lived there, you were probably a little boy. Oh, you lived here in Knoxville? I did. Yeah, I did. I lived in Knoxville for for a few years. Just doing the old radio, eh? Yeah, yeah. What what year were you born? 1989, baby, the end of hair bands, basically. So when you were 10, I was living in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Okay, right on. Kenny in Nashville says you should call Knoxville Knox. The old Noxy? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay, well, I saw that picture of you with Blue, and she was, like, behind you, right? Is Is that the picture I saw on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had it set up where we were both sitting up front, but then we're like, well, damn, dude, we got to feed Jameson and stuff. So she's taking the old back seat to kind of parent while I, while I do the dude thing and drive. Yeah. You know what's funny is I don't think, other than a quick little FaceTime that I've seen an image of her, she and I don't want to sound creepy here by talking about someone's appearance, but she is absolutely stunning. Oh, yeah, blue smoking hot, man. She's beautiful. She is, she is, and I, and I'm just glad that you guys are together. And now you got the kid, you got your family. You're gonna tie the knot. That's huge. That's huge. Do you? Are you still able to talk despite driving? Oh yeah, for sure, man. It's. Uh, I was actually wondering because we're in the mountains, so I was like, hopefully that you know I'm not cutting in and out. But it seems pretty clear, dude. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds great. It sounds great. Um. All right. Well, so when will you be uh, actually back from your adventure? Um, next Wednesday, wait, is it next Wednesday? Yeah, next Wednesday. Blue said she, uh, she said she's too nervous to talk, so she's not going to no. utter any words. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That is, she, you, she just needs to lay low. That's, that's perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. Um, so. But yeah, we'll be back like next Wednesday, I think. Are you doing any type of hikes or anything like that or? Yeah, we are so so we are staying in the Airbnb until Sunday. Um, so on Saturday we're gonna venture out and try a couple things out, hit Gatlinburg maybe, do a couple things over there. But then on uh, the old Sunday we're gonna head to a, a different cabin, like uh, another one. So the, and then we'll stay in that one till Wednesday, we'll, and we'll do some other shit. Yeah. You know, check out check out the old Wildy, you know what I mean? Well, there's one particular place that is perfect for uh, people with a stroller. There's a hike you can go on when you go in the park and it's paved and it's the only place that you can do this. So it's very popular. 
So okay. um, it's a paved hike, and you go to a waterfall. It's a very scenic place called Laurel Falls, and I'll send you uh, everything you need to know about it. But it allows you – that's where uh, last year I saw the uh, mom, bear, and the cub, and uh, and the rattlesnake too. It's like – it's legit. Uh, I mean, it's – it's uh, there, there, there's plenty of amazing things to see, and this waterfall is just spectacular. Well, you know what? I think uh, I think I know exactly. You're talking about Gatlinburg, right? You'll you'll drive through Gatlinburg. You'll leave Gatlinburg and actually enter the park. Yeah, yep. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. For sure. Man, I'm glad you're there. I love that place. We have uh, uh, me and my sister. Like when we were younger, on vacation, we uh, took a picture at that waterfall. Um, and my like we like climbed up it kind of and took a picture in my dad. Okay, but it kind of looks like an album cover, dude. Like me, if me and my sister dropped some bangers, yep. um, we, we have an album cover already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's several overlooks on the way if you were to continue. Um, instead of going to that falls, if you continue on this particular road called Newfound Gap, and there's all these spectacular, they're called overlooks, Campbell Overlook, and and just, I mean, it is, I, 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 every, I've seen this dozens of times, okay? And every time I'm still, it takes my breath away. Take my breath away, you know? <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Tyler, yeah, dude, I, lo- I, love, I love Tennessee, dude. I've been here probably like 30 times maybe in my life, and every time it's a pledge. I, uh, I didn't realize you had been there so many times. I feel dumb now for telling you what to do now. Oh, no, it's, it's totally cool, dude. Tyler says, did uh, did you do any zipper merging while driving down there? Absolutely not, dude. I kept it respectful, baby. That is respectful. Zipper merging <laughs> is respectful, you idiot. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's my, it's my favorite argument that you and I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else do you have on your mind, Kyle, that you'd like to touch on? So I wanted to tell you about this um, and because I knew it. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to plan any topics because I know we're going to run into some shit, dude. And guess what? Let me tell you about the hotel we stayed in last night, Eric. <laughs> so we thought it was going to be classy, right? It was uh, uh, like Ramada by Wyndham. And I'm like, okay, Wendy's pretty good. I know, I know Wendy's got some class to it. Um, but we show up, dude, and this hotel was seedy, dude. And... Uh, so uh, we, we, we checked in. It's, it's like, it's like uh, one of those places where you know like the maintenance man only makes like nine bucks an hour. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. What uh, what community, <laughs> what city and state? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good question. It was uh, Lexington, in Lexington, Kentucky. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, we stayed there. And, like, we, we, like, as soon as we walked in the front doors, you could tell that, like, like smoking was totally legal still. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're totally allowed to smoke in the building, no problem. And so we get to the room, and uh, you know, pretty, pretty dirty, I'd say. Uh, some questionable stains on some some linen, you know what I mean? And uh, so we had some jokes about that. And uh, but anyways, I was going back out to the car a few times, uh-huh. um, cause, you know, gotta gotta get the stuff. And so, anyways, I got this real, real weird feeling. Um, cause I went out and got some stuff uh-huh. and I was, cu- cause we drove, I drove my, uh, not my work truck cause that would have been stupid. Cause I would, we would have paid like 9,000 bucks in gas. Okay. But, um, so I drove my, but my truck has the dumpster divers logo on and I got my dumpster divers sweatshirt on. Anyways, 
So I go back out, and then, like, out by the, the check-in area, like the little motorcade, the little motor lobby thing. Yeah. There's, like, uh, one of those wheelchair vans, you know what I mean? Like the, that special kind of van where, where wheelchair people can be in there, you know? Sure, sure. And uh, so, anyways, I was, like, walking back in, and, like, I heard a voice, like, emerge from the darkness of the wheelchair van. And he was like, I just was like, hey, man. And I was like, kind of scared me. But I, uh, I'm like, I'm a nice dude. So I stopped and looked in there. And there was like a wheelchair dude, like in the darkness, like summoning me to have a conversation. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, hey, man, uh, what's, uh, what's dumpster divers? And I was like, you know, I just tell him, tell him the story, tell him about the old biz. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I was like, yeah, we're from Michigan. He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, where about Michigan? So. You know, we're having, like, a nice little conversation. seemed like a nice dude, you know? And uh, But he was just asking me, like, a lot of details about dumpster divers and yeah. Grand Rapids uh-huh. and all that stuff. And he's like, he's like, you know, we, uh, he's like, we, we, you guys are vacationing down here. We vacation up there. And I'm like, ah, you know, wheelchair dude's nice, you know? Um, but he was, like, looking at my truck as he was saying it. And then so we went back into the room, and then this was the first time I had entered the bathroom. And just, you know, it was like real, just that shitty bathroom, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So then I'm in there brushing my teeth, and I'm like, you know what, dude? I got this weird feeling now. I'm like, what if, like, this dude's casing my vehicle, dude? Like, what if, like, this is the game, you know what I mean? Like, head into the old Ramada and just start <laughs> robbing people, dude, once you figure out what yeah. the trucks are for. Right on. So anyways, I went back. I was like, I was telling I was telling Blue, I was like, yeah, it's just shady. I'm going back out there just to grab some more. So I got my laptop, grabbed a couple of things. I didn't want to get robbed. And uh, I go back out there, and, okay, nothing happened. So it's an anti-climatic ah, story. Ah, damn it. There was, there was, there was shitloads of more vehicles around my car, like around the truck when I got back out there. And I was like, and there was this dude in uh, like a Ford Edge, like parts right in front of, so like when I got to the lobby and could see the car, there was a Ford Edge parked, like, right in front of my truck, like, per- like perpendicular, you know yeah, what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, like, blocking like you were, in. Like, checking up. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And then I got up, but there, nothing was happening. So, wait a minute. You're you're telling me this, this big deal, and essentially what you have here, just a friendly, lonely person wanted to talk to you, and you're trying to tell me that it's like you thought someone was robbing you. Yeah, was, yeah, just, uh... <laughs> It was me just uh, making a bad judgment on the old wheelchair. Person. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So basically, you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me that this place is a shithole when you know somebody had a cigarette and there's uh, somebody spilled coffee on a on a linen. Is there is there anything else that makes it a shithole, or are you just like exaggerating? Um. Was there anything? Did anything else make it shitty? I mean, was there like a oh, was there like a oh, pile there, of? was some piss on the wall. Okay, <laughs> piss on the wall. Maybe like a was there like a pile of jizz uh, uh, on the bed or something? Dude, there were uh, there were some white marks in some areas. And now whether that's you know whether it's jizz or whether it's some other stuff, we don't know. But we just assume it's jizz. That's, that's hotel hygienics, right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, I mean, there, there, there's uh, something really. God, uh, something really creepy about hotels. You know, I mean, if I ran a hotel, I would market it as um, all sheets are thrown in the garbage. All sheets and pillows are destroyed. <laughs> and I and I wouldn't actually do it. I would just market it as that. Say, we, you will never sleep on a pillow that's been slept on by someone else. All pillows are thrown in the garbage. And just lie about it. 
I think that's important. <laughs> that's all people want. You know, they 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 want to be. Mean, that, that is marketing. You know what I mean? You just lie to people. Yeah. So uh, Jesse Jesse wants you to taste what's on. What, what would have wanted you to taste what's on the wall? Maybe if you have that opportunity at the uh, at the damn cabin. You say what tape? Like yeah. like record? No, he wants you to like stick your finger in it and put it in your mouth. Oh, 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 taste. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not, dude. No freaking way, dude. <laughs> okay, so you you got that behind you. You're gonna show up. You're gonna check into your cabin, and uh, and then family come there, and and off you go. It's gonna be a wonderful time. Yeah, dude. Actually, check this out too. Me and Blue were talking. We're like, dude. Because we wanted to drive because I'm not a fan. Uh, when, when good old Kyle worked in corporate America, I was always on planes with, like, babies. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not a fan of bringing babies on planes. So we're, we drove, like I mentioned. But me and Blue were like, all right, dude, Jameson, this is going to be hell on earth. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to get pissed, dude. No way, dude. Jameson's a fucking trooper, dude. He's not. He hasn't cried at all, dude. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. So what, see what, that's how they do it. Kids, um, what they do is they communicate with the eggs that are in the womb of blue. And what they Uh do is they, they, uh, they convince the, the eggs that, Hey, I'm winning them over. They think that things are fine and they're going to, they're going to have another baby. And then you go (laughs) then and, and fertilize one of blue's eggs. And then when the second, when the second child emerges, Hopefully it's a bait. It's a girl. Then that's when the fun really starts when it's a bait and switch is what it is. Cause that's the way it was for us. Jim was, uh, like Jameson that, that my firstborn was like Jameson, very, very laid back and cool. And then when the second one came, Jackie, it was, it was absolute chaos. So, Oh yeah, dude. That's the, that's the shit me and blue talk about. Cause you know, like I mentioned, you, parents on both sides, they're like, when, when's the second kid coming? And we're like, you know, you talk about it, but then like we do have those conversations. Yeah. We're like, dang, dude. No, no. Shit would get, shit would get crazy. Dude. Yeah, yeah. What you do is you you tell those people to fuck off, and uh, and then <laughs> you, what you do is you have just like an only child, and then you always have a raised eyebrow at the child because if Jameson ever starts to turn into an asshole, you got to give him away. <laughs> just fucking hand him off, dude. Yeah, I like it, dude. <laughs> Hey, how did the uh, draft show go? You did the NFL draft uh, Chibians show yeah. with uh, Bert. Yeah, dude. Uh, so me and Bert did it. The uh, the yeah, the first show was like four hours and eleven minutes, dude. Just pure entertainment the whole time, dude. We I, don't, I feel like we didn't slow down at all, dude. It was pretty cool. So you guys had the draft on, and you would uh, you would talk about the picks. Yeah. Yep. The only the, the only technical oh this is what I was gonna ask you about Eric Zane. So we did it on restream, like I mentioned, and I'm fucking sitting there waiting for comments to come in, but like no comments were coming in. But here's the thing, comments were coming in, Eric Zane. I just couldn't see them. Okay. Yeah. So, so we got, we got to figure that out. I I, I don't know because they're supposed to come through to restream, right? Uh yes yes absolutely they are supposed to come through restream. I'm looking at it yeah, right we, now. I'm looking at it right now. NFL draft day, baby, round one. Uh, you and <laughs> you and Bert there, and I see it, man. Four hours, eleven minutes. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it was good, dude. We uh, we had a good time. Told a bunch of jokes. 
used the devil voice quite a bit. It was cool. Um, all right. Yeah, there's there's I see you guys busted out the cheese it snaps, which are a great a great snack. I love those. And then Oh, uh, they were they were perfect. Yeah, I love those. What did you what did you think about the Lions draft? Oh, uh, dude, I loved it, dude. At first at first I got a little bit confused about the trade up, but um because I you know, you, you, you like to base the trades on the point value of each pick. But then when then you like this article came out that I read where like we what we essentially traded to move up, and I'm like, oh, dude, we fleeced the Vikings, and I fucking hate the Vikings. So hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I love that. The Vikings are idiots. They're known for stupid draft day moves. Yeah, dude. and they had a new, new GM too, and I was like, oh, we picked on him, dude, for sure. I just uh, shared the link with the audience. They can uh, they can subscribe to your channel on youtube yeah, heck yeah thanks man yeah if, if anybody has four hours and 11 minutes dude check out that video <laughs> all right anything else kyle um no that's, that's pretty much all i can think of yeah feel free to check out the old chibian show feel free to hit up dumpster divers dude feel oh, free to do course. really whatever makes you guys happy dude. whatever gets you hard or wet you know what i mean right right i i see and i can i can guarantee you blue is shaking her head with that comment right there Oh, I just looked in the rear view and I got I got the eyebrows. For She's sure. like, "Come on, <laughs> no more talk about people getting wet. No one's <laughs> no one's getting wet." Um, uh, what the hell else was I going to ask you? Um, shit, it was there and now it's gone. Oh, um, someone suggested because you're driving the dumpster diver's vehicle, uh, shoot video and you can just say uh, for your tax purposes you're going to like a dumpster convention or something like that, and you can write all this shit off. Oh, dude, I like this. Yeah. This is, it seems like there's no there's no problems with this plan, I feel like. Save your <laughs> gas receipts. Take pictures of you, you know, whatever it is. Put them on social media that says, so stoked about uh, Dumpster Fest or whatever the fuck it is. Just lie. Yeah. Just lie. Okay. Um, all right, man, I appreciate you. Oh, wait, you know, before I go, I got one more thing that I have to tell the audience. I think they'll fucking love, Eric Zane. Yeah. Um, if, this is how, if the audience wonders, this is how I know me and Eric Zane are friends now, right? Yeah. So this is, this is like two weeks ago. Um, so Eric Zane always texts me to make sure we're good to go on Thursdays at 9. Eric, this is for the audience out there. Eric Zane sends me a text. He goes, dude, you ready to fuck shit up tomorrow? <laughs> and I go... <laughs> I go, I said something funny back, I remember? And then Eric Zane's response to that was, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know we're buddies, dude. <laughs> yes, we are buddies. We are buddies. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, keep an eye on Blue. Don't let any of those sick hillbillies look at her, okay? Those people are dark. Uh, listen, in the mountains, if, they, if they're from, if they're locals, they're disgusting people. Oh, for sure, dude. Okay. All right. All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Catch you guys later. Yeah, see ya. They're not really disgusting people. No, some of them are. Some of them are. I mean, come on now. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've told you dozens of times that I'm getting married in May. Ah, hey, is this, a, is this something new? Is this... Uh, is this spur of the moment? No, I've been talking about it every time I've been on your show. Oh, God. <sighs> that is uh that is nice.
Congrats. Let's kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, SarahHondaGranville.com. Buy a car from Sarah Honda Granville. Um, same as buying a home. If it comes to buying a car, you're going to pay a little bit more with interest. It's going up, okay? It's part of this, get us out of this trouble of uh, reducing the demand. But you can still get a car for a pretty damn good interest rate, but you better do it now because it's going to go up, and that means you're paying more. The interest rate is going to go up. It's going up on your credit cards, going up on your auto loans, going up on your home loans. Okay? They don't want you to spend money, the Fed. They want you to, uh, they're forcing the demand to fall. SarahHondaGranville.com. Go get a car while the interest rate is lower than it's going to be. Or buy cash or use cash. I don't give a shit. Uh, Sarah Honda Granville for a brand new car, for a certified pre-owned, for a used car, whatever it may be, all at one place. If you are, if you like to actually go there and check out the selection, you won't find a ton of new inventory. Uh, honestly, by the time they come off of the truck, they're gone. A lot of people say, hey, I want this car. Uh, in this color, with these features, when can I get it? Well, the truck arrives in three weeks. That's when, as soon as the roll off, rolls off, we'll prep it, and then you get it. That's how they're doing it now. So you can buy a new car, but you can't do it where you walk in and just say, hey, where's your selection of news? And you're going to say, they're going to say, it's being built right now. But anyway, I digress. Uh, certified pre-owned. New or used. You can get them all. SarahHondaGranville.com. S-E-R-R-A. HondaGranville.com. Thank you to them. They just signed up for another quarter of marketing. Thank you to Thad and Cameron. Please mention my name when you go there, like you do for all of these great sponsors. Like Frank Fuss. My Policy Shop Insurance. 616-914-4070. Uh, there is a special enrollment period right now for people who need health insurance. And if you've gone without health insurance um, because you are like, well, I just can't afford it. Um, you see, you're not quite understanding how this works. There's a reason why the Republicans wanted to kill off the Affordable Care Act because the U.S. government offers a huge subsidy for people like you and me who have to buy our own insurance. So the way they do this tax and spend liberals is they take the money that they get from taxes and they give it back to you through healthcare plans. So if it's $1,200 for an excellent healthcare plan and you're, you work on your own or you don't have a job and you want health insurance, you're going to end up paying like $200 of that per month while the government pays for the rest. And you're like, how's that even a thing? Well, that's what the plan, it was built that way. That's the way they do it. They want you to have insurance. And then the, the Republicans are like, well, that's too much money. That's, we can't spend that. We can't spend that. And then Trump gets in office and John McCain goes, thumbs down, thumbs down. Have they had he done thumbs up? I'd be without insurance. Government pays for most of it. Now, um, if you do end up earning a lot of money 
in a year, enough money to pass as a threshold. You got to pay that back. That's the way it works. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, anyway, uh, I give you all that background because that's for all you people who are like, oh, I can't get insurance again. For you can absolutely afford it. Ding dong. Call Frank. He will figure out if you qualify, just like he did for my pal Kyle B, who's downstairs working right now. He has insurance now because of Frank. Uh, call Frank at 616-914-4070. Quit being a twat and being scared and call uh, Frank and have him help you. It doesn't cost anything to have Frank help you. 616-914-4070. Get off your fat ass and call Frank. He'll take care of everything. Make sure you mention me. He'll send you a link about how you book an appointment with him, and then he'll handle the rest. It's that simple. In a span of one day, Kyle had insurance. I wonder if he's here right now. Downstairs in the basement. You've never heard from this guy. This is a first. Nicest guy in the world. What up? Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you doing? Are you in my basement? I am. I'm podcasting upstairs, and I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, did you hear me singing? Am I being a... No, no, no. I love you singing. And you know who else loves you singing? My brother-in-law. Oh, okay. When you leave, <laughs> he goes, He goes, man, he's got a good voice. Yeah, well, maybe I just started singing for a Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just talking about Frank Fuss. You know who Frank Fuss is, don't you? Uh, who again? The guy who got you the insurance, Frank Fuss. Oh, oh, yeah, yep. Was that not the greatest thing, or what? Uh, you, you know, we we know uh, we we knew his mother very well. They went to Holy Demon. Oh, I didn't know that. So you really hit it off with him. Yeah, Maggie was a real estate agent for like 30 years in this area. So you were telling me that um, you weren't sure exactly how the whole Affordable Care, uh, Obamacare worked. Frank helped you. You got the insurance in a day, and and uh, it was a lot cheaper than what you thought, right? Yes. And uh, you also indicated the quality of the insurance was much better than like what you'd get from an employer. Yes. Yeah, the coverages and everything, yeah. Yep. I'm so happy with that. You know, the fact that you, because a lot of people are in your boat. They just think they can't afford it, you know? Right. But once they well, once they figure it out, you know? Well, because people that lose their jobs, you know, salary people, I don't know about hourly people, but, you know, the company will send you this, co- this COBRA shit. Right. And... And, and that's like several thousand dollars a month. It's a scam. It's like, who, who the hell can afford that? I don't know how whoever does that, I don't know how they're in business because no one can afford that kind of shit. All they're doing is extending your insurance where you pay the full brunt that your employer used to pay. Right. They're, they're, just, they're just giving you the opportunity to pay it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. No. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad that that worked out. Um, I, I'm I'm glad you're in my basement working. It's a bad. It's, I wish I'd have known about this sooner. I'm an idiot, but 
Uh, Diana's so happy. And by the way, she was a little mad with you yesterday because you weren't here. She wanted to kick your ass. <laughs> I don't want to get her mad. I'm afraid of her. I'm not afraid of you. No. I'm afraid of no, and you and you're absolutely right. You shouldn't be afraid of me, but she's a she's a she's she's a fiend. She's a bull. She's she's kind of like she's like an evil bulldog, you know. She's like uh Yeah. What was that what was that horror movie with the St. Bernard? Cujo. Yeah. Yeah, that's who she reminds me of. <laughs> oh my only, god. Only in a only a bulldog style, Cujo, you know. All right, I'm. I'm not going to tell her that you think she's a dog. Uh, no, that's, I don't think she's a dog. I think she's got the mentality of a oh, dog. Oh, all right, okay. All right, I'll come see you in a little while. All right. Bye. Okay, see. You. Bye. That's Kyle. Call Frank six one six nine one four four zero seven zero. Racing this weekend at Berlin. It's Mother's Day. All moms get in free. So, husband, wife, four kids under 15. Only the husband's paying for a ticket. The mom is free because it's Mother's Day. The kids are free because they're under 15. So, that's another reason why I love Berlin. I mean, they have never changed that. That has been like forever. Who, the idea that under 15, I mean, I would, um, if it were under 10, I'd be like, what a great deal. But it's under 15. 15 year olds have pubes. Under 15, free. Uh, I suggested that they start checking for muffs. And they said, no, we don't want to do that, Eric Zane. But uh, th- this is the best deal in sports entertainment, okay? It's better than hockey, better than basketball, more affordable than all of those. And when you go to basketball and you go to hockey and whatever, you can't bring a cooler in full of your own snacks, whatever the hell you want. You could bring a turkey dinner if you wanted. If you could get it, you get your husband and wife, they bring each their own 12 by 18 cooler you can put the turkey mash. You can do everything. My God, you can lay out a picnic blanket if you want. I don't. They don't care. And you can bring all the soft drinks you want as long as they're not in glass. No beer. You cannot bring in beer. You got to go buy the beer yourself. I love Berlin Raceway. BerlinRaceway.com to get tickets. No, uh, I'm sorry. Mother's Day, November. What the, Mother's Day race this weekend. Two Kyle phone calls in one day, Kenny writes. You got Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Kyle B. in my basement. Kyle Fade would make for an interesting phone call. My first question. Kyle, what went through your mind when I walked into the office and asked you to explain why your mugshot is online. Why is there a police record of felonies online? Can you explain that to me? This is the look. 
Short conversation. Wait right there. I go downstairs. Cartwright's office. Buddy, we got a problem. What is it? I explained to him what Ding Dong just explained to me. Crystal! Calls the HR director. She comes running. What? Why? 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 What is it? Get me his application immediately. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's going to snap. Crystal comes running to your boss. Goes fumbling in the air. Papers go flying. He's rummaging through, rummaging through him. He gets the one that says, the question is, have you ever been convicted of a felony? If he answered yes, we're all fired. He answered no. Hence the problem. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God he lied. Oh, thank God he lied. Okay. All right. And then he actually, it was actually like this. Card writes like this. His hands are over his face. He's like, oh, oh no. Oh. Oh. I'm like, it's going to be okay, boss. It's going to be okay. wasn't okay at all there's no okay no okay at all my advice if you are in a position to hire someone read the application so that you know what you're getting into now that it would have mattered there Jesse says radio is so cheap these days. They don't pay for background checks. Well, I don't know about that. But it appears there, there wasn't. I don't think, um, I don't think that that would have mattered because of some other decisions that were made that were well beyond my pay grade, according to the state of Michigan. Oh, fuck. Kenny says, we got hilarious moments of Julius pissing you off months later. Now that's true. There were a lot of good moments. Julius uh, had many of him. Remember all the story spoiler moments? I would give a tease and he would fill in the blank. What a fucking moron. God, I hated that. But you all loved it. You loved it. It was a good time. It was a real good time. Eric, do you look back fondly on those memories? No, no, I not at all. I didn't like him either. We loved him. Oh, that's great. Uh, not me. It was a. Uh, it was terrible. All right. Um. So in the community not far from here, called Gobels. Oh, no. When you were a kid, did you ever play a prank on a teacher? You know, I don't know. Whatever it may be. This prank, it it worked like a charm. And 
I mean, I, I, I actually feel really, really bad for this teacher. Yikes. You can see, uh, all right, here you go. Detectives in Van Buren County are investigating after they say three teenagers shared explicit photos and videos of a teacher to students. News 8's David Horak explains how this case of catfishing got the attention of the sheriff's office. It all started when a sexually graphic video of a teacher was reported to Global Schools administrators who alerted the Van Buren County Sheriff's Office. But it turns out there are pictures and more videos, and how it got around and why is raising more eyebrows. So so far we know that that uh, the pictures of the t the uh, the the teacher with his dick out have been circulating around the school. That alone, imagine. If you're in school and and how quickly that would spread, even minus, it, uh, let's say social media and cell phones and mobile and smartphones and, and all that doesn't exist. It's 1984. How quickly back then uh, uh, hard copies of Mr. So-and-so with a stiff dick is going to spread around the school. Now multiply that times 50 million because of the age that we live in you're a teacher and the whole school's seen your stiff cock teacher had what he thought passed on a video or a picture to another adult detectives say the teacher sent sexually graphic pictures and videos over a dating site to who he thought was a 35 year old woman but according to investigators the profile was a fake used by three van buren county teenagers <laughs> Two of them were enrolled in a private driver's ed course run by the teacher. Oh, no. Reference that the two students were trying to blackmail their driver's ed teacher. They didn't carry through on any of those acts. Okay. If, if let's just say, if I'm the teacher, uh, and the teacher is approached by three students that say, we've got pictures of you with your stiff dick. Because uh, we we did this. We have them, and we're going to show them to everyone. If I'm the teacher, I say, how much do you want? How much money do you want? And they say, we need a million dollars. You say, well, look, guys, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a million dollars. But I will pay you a monthly amount for the rest of your lives. If you promise me, if you never release those pictures, okay? Now, if you do release those pictures, I am going to get the police involved. But we can keep this between us. Uh, I will pay you a certain amount each month that I can afford for the rest of your lives, as long as I am alive, as long as the whole school doesn't see my stiff dick. I mean, I would do that. That's how, that's how serious this is. How embarrassing. My God. Teacher. There was some reference that the two students were trying to blackmail their driver's ed teacher. They didn't carry through on any of those acts, so they didn't technically uh, blackmail him. Okay, this, that's even worse. You know? They didn't even commit a crime. It's just nothing. You just gotta, you just gotta sit in front of the, 
now this teacher with his dick out, who he thought he was sending it to a 35-year-old uh, chick. Oh, no. Captain Jim Sharon said the three teens did share the explicit pictures and videos to students the teacher taught at Goebel. Explicit pictures. By the way, in the background, this black thing here and this white. These are the two sticks that this guy uses to beat the shit out of any blacks that come into town. Videos to students the teacher taught at Goebel's. All for reasons detectives still don't know why. When you're talking about doing something and you're pretending to be somebody that you're not, and then all of a sudden private information is shared, and then you treat... Nick, are you listening to this? That private information is a joke. That's when you know people want other people held accountable for, for certain things, and rightfully so. Nick's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That should be allowed. Sharon says the teacher did not know the teenagers were behind the profile until deputies contacted him. After speaking with prosecutors, investigators say no charges will be filed against the teacher. He's doing something that... Yeah, the teacher didn't do anything wrong. He just thought, he thought okay, can you imagine the shock if you're the teacher? Like, oh man, this chick wants me. I'm sending these pictures of my big fat dick over to her. And then... The next thing he knows, it's his kids that he, he's teaching driver's ed to are the ones that have seen his big fat dick. Oh my God, that would be so terrible. I don't think I'd ever be able to get a boner ever again. That, you know, he thought was between consenting adults and all of a sudden, you know, now this guy is poor guy basically all over the news. The cop laughed. Did you see this cop? He laughed. Now this guy is basically all over the news. <laughs> Uh, for something that he thought he was doing in private with another consenting adult. As for the teenagers... In how did how did this become a news story? Who's the asshole that tipped off News 8 to tell... It's already bad enough, you know? And then who's the dick that tells Channel 8? Who's the dick at Channel 8 that says, yeah, let's do it? Investigators say they and their families are cooperating. Who's the dick that does the podcast and plays it? But the Van Buren County Prosecutor's Office told us they are waiting on the police report to be finished before deciding if they will file criminal charges, juvenile or otherwise. I think these kids should be shot in the head. There were some other allegations that were made that the, the students were... I'm totally kidding. But, you know, if there is a school shooting at Goebbels, you know why? We're involved in, so we're, we have to look into that and, and see what those allegations are that could get minors in trouble. The Goebbels School Superintendent's Office respectfully declined our request for comment since the investigation is still active and ongoing. Oh. We're in Goebbels, David Horak, News 8. Oh. Oh. oh my God. Man. Tyler writes, teacher, it's Leon from Channel 8. We've all seen your dick. We know you're in there. <laughs> Sore knuckles. Terry writes, police, police chief quoted as saying, it's a great looking penis. Manna says, did I miss the picture of the teacher? No, they, did, they didn't show the teacher. Why Maureen says, why do men send dick pics? I don't know. Uh, 
There's only been one time that I've done that, and it was for hilarity. When Diana was on TV watch at the Tigers game, and you could see her behind home plate every pitch that's shown. And so uh, I worked a good stiff one up and then uh, 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 shined it up and sent it to her. And then you see her behind home plate, click on her phone. She's like looking around like, oh, God. But I haven't done that. I haven't done that. And the only time I w- I've done that, only time I would do that is if the woman said, hey, send me a picture of that monster. You know? Tyler says, good thing you didn't accidentally send that to Jackie. No, I didn't. However, there was one time there was one time, this is a great story. There's a function on your phone where, like, if you you have a text message, uh, instead of just typing the text, you can hit a particular, uh, uh, one of the things, and, and put your finger on the screen and write it out. Like, hello, in cursive, with your finger. Uh, and um, I discovered that feature. And uh, we were parked or at a light or something like that. And I went, oh, this is, this is, this is kind of cool. Tyler remembers this story. And so I wrote out a suggestive line to Diana that um, I thought would be hilarious. And because when you click on it, the message actually writes out in the path that your finger went. Okay. It doesn't just pop up right there. It actually, the animation happens on the screen to the recipient. So I wrote my suggestive line and I sent it to Diana seated next to me. Seconds later, I hear Jackie as that, as the text is being, the animation is happening. She goes, I no." Wait, no. She goes, want some? And it it hits me like, oh, no. I said it to her. I said it to her. She's going to say it. And Jim's sitting there and Maddie's sitting there. They're all kids. Diane's like, what? Want some cake? Yeah, yeah. You want some cake? <laughs> Dad's like, what's your problem? You want some cake? <laughs> and uh, I wrote, want some cock to her and sent it to Jackie. Want some cake? I go, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember if we actually got cake or anything like that. But uh, I was just quiet and uh, did not react. And she goes, oh, why, why, Dad? You want cake? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just in the mood for cake. We got to let's go home and make a cake. Or, I don't know, trying to cover up for it. And then, and then it was gone. The, the moment faded. Uh, no bullshit in that story by the way. And then 
the kids off the car. I go, you won't believe it just happened. I explained to her. She goes, what was that all about? I want some cake. I go, well, I was writing to you, and it said, want some cock. And she she misread it, or you know, and and she uh, she just thought it said uh, uh, cake, but it said want some cock. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, see now that is that is a perfect example of why every see every American family, every family in the world has those moments happen. You know, it's every everybody everything is funny. Everything is always funny. God, is that spectacular? Holy shit. Well, anyway, back to that poor son of a bitch who everybody the whole school's seen his dick now. I mean, come on. Uh Terry asked, why did you want cock? Well, who doesn't? I mean, seriously, come on now. That poor guy. I, I I feel for that dude. It, it's a double whammy. First, he's not really talking to a chick. Um, he's talking to kids. And now the and then so that's bad enough. But the whole school knows. Everyone's seen his his red one stick and now he's been nude, taking pictures. Uh, yeah, this is um this is going to result in suicide or th- these are the options. Suicide, school shooting, home invasion, murder of the kids and their families. Uh, the kids get charged. Nothing good can come out of this. Uh, a teacher has to go late, move, enter the witness protection program. I mean, come on. Uh Horrible. I I feel bad for the teacher. That is not okay. These fucking assholes. Kids are assholes. You're all assholes. I want you to know that if you're listening and you have children, I don't care if they're a minute old or if they're 17 and 364 days old. Your minor kids are all assholes. Okay? There has been some type of asshole tendency that has flown out of them. They're all guilty of it. And um, it's it's terrible because parents, um, our moms and dads, they knew that. And they would, uh, they, they hated us. And they beat the shit out of us. And thank God. All right. Thank God they did that. Because most of us became became productive people because of it. The problem that occurred next was all of the people that they raised, me, you know, you never notice how your mom and dad are always pissed at you. That's because they decided long ago, prior to that, that they weren't going to be your friend. They were going to be your parent and parent you and kick the shit out of you when you did stupid shit. Um, we, as adults having kids, dropped the ball. We then stopped hurting our children. And because of that, they've all become assholes. Okay. Now this group is getting pictures of their teachers with stiff dicks. It's all, it's my fault. I did this. I am to blame for those kids doing this by extension. And all the school shootings that go along with it. I know that's deep, but it's true. 
Have we just done like our parents and beat the hillbilly shit out of our kids and always been pissed off at them like our mom and dads were? This would have been no problem. Would never have a ha- would have never happened in the first place. I did that. Thank you, Amanda. <coughs> Uh, I'm going to talk about Amber Heard on the Patreon. Amber Heard, you know, there's been all sorts of um, hilarity with the Johnny Depp trial, with the witnesses on his behalf and the defamation trial of Amber Heard. And uh, everybody talked about that. Everybody was like, oh, God. Uh, Amber Heard is on the stand now. And you know what no one is talking about? Uh, She was abused, like horribly. And I don't think anyone believes her because Johnny Depp was hilarious during the first half of this trial. But she had some testimony that was fucking terrible. And I believe her. I believe her. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get into that. Depp is a fucking kook. I think they're both a little nutty. But he's definitely more crazy than she is. Holy fuck. Uh, hire me on Cameo for Mother's Day. I just did one for Benjamin. Benjamin West is a smart man. Um, he left me a really nice review. I appreciate that, Benjamin. Let's see. What did he write? I don't even know if I can get to it. He said something very nice about doing um, this cameo. Absolutely perfect. This is the second time I've used Eric for a cameo. And each time he's exceeded my expectations. He will do anything you tell him. He puts his own fun little twist on things. Absolutely would recommend to any fans of his. Uh, His better half, you know, Mother's Day. I mean, here we go. Sunday, another amazing Mother's Day. And um, you just put down the attributes which are plenty for the mother in your life could be your mother. It could be the mother of your children. And I will put that into words on your behalf more than any silly greeting card could. Okay. And then I will send it your way. My cameos are still the same price now as they were when I started. I just completed my 122nd cameo to date. And uh, thank you so much if you've ever signed up for one. And I want to make the mother in your life very, very happy. So hire me either by downloading the Cameo app, which I just learned. Well, I knew this, but I had forgotten. is the only place you can leave a tip if that's what you choose to do. Uh, Cameo app. Download the Cameo app and just search me. Or do it on your desktop or laptop. What I don't want you to use is don't book it through Apple because they take a good chunk of the amount of money that it uh, that I am supposed to get. If you do it on the actual Cameo app, uh, I get the lion's share of the money. The app gets some, and you can, if you want to, leave a tip. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane for Mother's Day. Thank you very much. Blue Frost IT. Excuse me, damn it. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. 
Uh, whenever there is a tech issue at the house, like the other day, we had the internet problem. Like, oh, call Blue Frost. That's that's not a Blue Frost issue. Blue Frost is if my hard drive pukes, or my monitor dies, or my router is a disaster. Six one six two hundred eighty five fifty. So if you work for a company or you own a company, uh, you need to consider them for a tech upgrade or to be your managed IT service provider. Maybe just a quick fish, uh, fix, almost said fish, quick fix. If your employees are at home utilizing their own equipment and they're like, hey boss, this thing just puked on me. Uh, call Blue Frost IT and they will help your employees. 616-285-50 if you are in West Michigan. We got gun school coming up May 21 in Holland Township, Michigan with Steve Prince, retired U.S. Army major. 616-204-1705. If you've always wanted to carry your pistol concealed and you should carry it everywhere you go, like I do, 616-204-1705. That's what you do. The first step is not buying a pistol. The first step is taking the class. Comedy coming up this weekend, each and every weekend. At Full House Comedy, fullhousecomedy.com, if you want to go see a comedy show. Asshole of the day. Well, it's got to be those asshole global kids. What a hideous story that is. I feel bad for that guy. That's your asshole of the day today, brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. There you go. Um, Kenny says, oh, I'd love to hire you for a cameo for a certain mother but that's probably not a good idea right now. And then he puts mad face. So I am guessing you are not, you are implying you are not a happy camper with the mother of your sweet children or child. Can you hear O'Neill? He's having a dream barking in his sleep. Listen. out of the dream that was hilarious i hope you could hear that i think one of you said um you could hear him i see adam says i i hear him woof, 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 woof. um all right kenny i'll bite kenny says call me on the patreon today man is that why you called me yesterday kenny called me yesterday and uh 
I didn't pick it up. But, okay. Kenny says you sent me to voicemail. Well, yes. That's my policy. I have a, uh, I have a Kenny right to voicemail policy. Okay, uh, I'm gonna spell. I'm gonna spell. I'm gonna say "wanna go for a W A L K." Watch Bruce. Wanna go for a walk? Wanna go for a walk? He's starting to hear it. Go for a walk. Wanna go for a walk? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, that was fun. I just love talking to you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. That is it. That is it. We are done today. Excuse me. All right. The Eric Zane Show podcast is in the books. I'll talk to you on Patreon a little later on. Till next time. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.